Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Around the 40-degree mark, tomorrow we have a winter storm watch that will likely upgrade to an advisory or warning. This is along and west of the I-81 corridor. Those are the areas most likely to see measurable snow. Not so much the case for the metro area, mainly a rain event. Highs will be in the 30s. All this draws to a close by early Sunday morning. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. We're back up to 41 in our nation's capital, where the time now Friday morning is 2.59. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It is Friday, January 5th. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Coming up this early 3 a.m. hour on TOP Friday for you, the nation's latest school shooting is where we begin. In Iowa, a 17-year-old kills a sixth grader, hurts five others before taking his own life. After an investigation, Metro and a rail car maker trade barbs over who's to blame for a 2021 derailment. I'm Mike Marillo. The major work on the GW Parkway is coming along. It's really our first milestone of the project for construction. I'm Nick Ainelli. Checking your money news. Mixed day on Wall Street at the closing bell on Thursday. Asian stocks mainly lower. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Staples. I'm Christopher Cruz. We can't seem to stop it. There's been another school shooting, this one in tiny Perry, Iowa. She'd heard three gunshots and ran out the door to go to the armory, to where their safe space is when they're evacuated. CBS's Michael George says the shooter took his own life, but not before killing another student. Responding officers found multiple victims with gunshot wounds, including a sixth grader who was fatally shot. The shooter has been identified as 17-year-old Dylan Butler a student at Perry High School. Four students and an administrator were wounded in the attack at the small town Iowa High School on the first day back from winter break. Bomb threats yesterday forced the evacuation of government buildings in Mississippi, Arkansas, Hawaii, Maine, Montana, and New Hampshire. It was the second day in a row that threats have been made against state buildings nationwide. No explosives were found. It's what happens when you plan attacks on American troops. CBS News military consultant Jeff McCausland says a U.S. airstrike strike has killed a top Iranian-backed militia leader. The attack actually occurred uh, in the environs of Baghdad, the capital, which makes it even more significant. Apparently, he was traveling in an automobile when it was struck by a missile, taking him out as well as another person uh, in the vehicle. The White House is focusing on one of the members of the Axis of Evil, accusing it of spreading weapons of mass destruction. National Security Council spokesman John Kirby. Our information indicates that the Democratic People's Republic of Korea recently provided Russia with ballistic missile launchers and several ballistic missiles. One of the cities where Texas has been dumping migrants is now fighting back, says CBS's Weijia Zhang. New York City Mayor Eric Adams announced he is suing 17 charter bus companies for more than 700 million dollars, demanding they help cover the cost to provide for about 34,000 migrants who have been transported to the city over the last two years. After decades of effort, a $224 million suicide barrier is now in place at the Golden Gate Bridge in San Francisco, says KCBS reporter Holly Kwong. It wasn't until 2022 that installation began on the stainless steel mesh nets that hang 20 feet below the roadway. It doesn't have a lot of give, so people can get hurt when they land, but at least rescue crews can get out there and get them. Last year alone, the partial installation helped cut the average number of attempts in half. 
Well, this has been a sad week for veterinarians and animal lovers at the Los Angeles Zoo. They've had to say goodbye to Shanzi, a 53-year-old Asian elephant, after she was unable to stand up. She had to be euthanized. This is CBS News. Staples stores provide innovative products and services for small business, remote workers and learners, even teachers and parents. Explore more at your local Staples store. My simple solution to the problem was remove people from the scene and help them feel safer. In response to attacks against Asian Americans, Maddie Park raised over $250,000 to donate cab rides to the Asian community. There is so much more work to be done. We really need to come together and tackle this issue as a community. Support the Asian community. Learn how at lovehasnolabels.com. Brought to you by Love Has No Labels and the Ad Council. WTOP News Time, now 3.03. Good Friday morning. Welcome in. January 5th, 2024. Partly to mostly sunny, chilly today. The high this Friday around 40 degrees. We're at 30 degrees in Washington right now. Good morning to you. I'm Dean Lane. Glad you're in with us this early morning. Topping the stories we're following for you this morning on WTOP. We begin this half hour with an update to the aftermath of the October 2021 Blue Line Metro train derailment locally that happened in that tunnel in Roslyn. It forced nearly 200 passengers to evacuate the train that day. Now the NTSB, National Transportation Safety Board, has closed the books this week on its investigation. And in doing so, the NTSB apparently is criticizing Metro for what it calls inaction. What happened? Well, on October the 12th of that year, a Blue Line train derailed not once, not twice, but three times while carrying passengers. The first two times, it managed to get back on the tracks by itself, but the final time, it didn't. Fortunately, no one was hurt. The problem was the wheels were spreading so wide on the axles on the new 7,000 series rail cars that they came off the tracks. WMATA apparently was aware of the problem back in 2017, but the investigation says that it only fixed the issues on new arriving rail cars, not the ones already on the tracks. That is until the derailment. After that, 7,000 series trains were taken off the tracks and are only being put back on as new wheel sets are added. When releasing the report, NTSB Chair Jennifer Homedy was critical of WMATA for allowing almost 500 rail cars to remain running while at higher risk of derailing. When it comes to WMATA, they need to be proactive, not reactive to ensure safety. Metro was also criticized for communication issues after the derailment, which included smoke exhaust fans not being turned on for three hours. You may recall a woman died during a smoke incident back in 2015 in a tunnel. In response to the report, WMATA says it is confident in its plan of action to replace the wheel sets on trains and place the blame on the railmaker Kawasaki, which it says needs to pay for the repairs. Kawasaki, on the other hand, said WMATA's own failures led to what happened and saying that it should absorb the costs of the work is not rooted in reality. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. WTOP at 305. Major rehab work locally on the George Washington Memorial Parkway coming along. That means drivers will soon be using new smooth lanes. Construction crews have made significant progress on the GW Parkway, specifically on the southbound lanes between the Beltway and Route 123. All the work that went into those areas, including drainage, guard walls, is completed. Project manager Caitlin Scheinhouse. It's really our first major milestone of the project for construction. That means work will soon be shifting to the northbound side. Before the end of the month, most of the traffic there will be on the new southbound lanes, freeing up the northbound ones for construction. The whole project is far from over, though, expected to run through the end of 2025. On the GW Parkway, Nick Ainelli, WTOP News. WTOP at 306. 
E.C. Snow Team has started prepping roads ahead of the first expected snowfall of the year. Emergency snow routes across the city are getting pre-treatment brine right now. The snow Team will also hit the roads this weekend at 9 a.m. Saturday. National Weather Service forecasting snow will begin on Saturday morning between 9 and 11. 7 News First Alert weather predicting D.C. will see a slushy mix before turning to mostly rain by noon. In terms of preparing and being prepared for your electricity, and if that goes you out... You want to keep in touch. Peggy Fox with Dominion says, Today, download your power company's app to easily report a power outage. Charge your phones, charge your computers so that you'll be able to use them, at least use them for a little while. Chuck McDade with Pepco says, Have a flashlight with fresh batteries on each level of your home. If you have a portable generator, please Read any safety instructions with the generator. Do not use them in an indoor or an enclosed area. And if power lines come down, stay at least 30 feet away. Always assume a downed line is energized. Neil Loggenstein, WTLP News. And in health-related news this morning, COVID-19, RSV, and the flu sending the rate of hospitalization soaring locally in Maryland this morning. The state's Department of Health is now urging clinics to strengthen measures in an effort to try and reduce the spread of those viruses. That includes what MDH calls broad facility-wide prevention measures like masking and vaccinations and the use of personal protective equipment for medical staff. And Friday morning, January 5th, welcome to WTOP. Thanks for starting your morning with us at 3.08. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger in the WTOP Traffic Center. Good morning, Dean. Good morning, everyone. Got good news from the Intercounty Connector that the cleanup in the right lane of the westbound side near Shady Grove Road has cleared. All lanes are open now, both eastbound and westbound, and very late volume of traffic. I mean, only one or two vehicles going through there every few minutes, so there are no lingering delays. Also, have the closure of both directions of Maryland 27, that's Ridge Road, uh, northbound and southbound at Windsor Forest Road, south of Mount Airy. This is because of some debris in the roadway. Also, in Montgomery County, the work zone northbound 270 between Shady Grove Road and Tuckerman Lane, where the mobile right lane was a mobile closure. That has been cleared. However, westbound University Boulevard between Amherst Avenue to East uh, East Crest Drive, right lane is blocked. Uh, That likewise has been cleared. However, the left lane remains blocked on northbound Rockville Pike between the Beltway and Tuckerman Lane, the south entrance. This is because of work at the Metro Bridge. In Prince George's County, both directions are 301 between Central Avenue and Excalibur Road. Mobile closure in the far left lanes. Also on the Capitol Beltway in Prince George's County, the right lane is blocked on the way to Pennsylvania Avenue, and there's partial ram closures at the interchange with the Pennsylvania Avenue and the Beltway in Forestville. This uh, on the ramps, the closing the auxiliary lane in one of the right lanes. This is because of soil testing operations that go through the end of next week. The WTOP Traffic Center is furnished by Regency Furniture. Shop Regency's dining room, living room, and bedroom sets, plus brand name mattresses in-store and online at regencyfurniture.com. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A good-looking day ahead with partly to mostly sunny skies. Temperatures just around 40 degrees. For the day tomorrow, we're looking at mainly rain for the metro area and a winter storm watch along the I-81 corridor. That's where you're likely to see measurable snow by tomorrow night. We'll clear things out by Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 24. 
Eight degrees in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around 3 a.m. hour Friday morning, January 5th here on WTOP by Long Fence. Save 25% on Long Fence. Decks, pavers, and fences. Six months, no payment, no interest financing. Terms and conditions do apply. Check them out. Go to longfence.com. WTOP Friday morning at 310, where we bring you money news at 10 and 40 past. Here's Jeff. Payroll firm ADP says private employers added a more than expected 164,000 jobs in December, led by hotels, bars, and restaurants. Xfinity says millions of Comcast email accounts have been hacked. It's telling users to change their passwords. Ford had its best year for sales since before the pandemic last year, up 7%. Hybrid sales were up 25%. The Dow gained just 10 points Thursday. The Nasdaq lost 82 Jeff Claybaugh, WTOP News. Overseas this morning, Asian stocks mainly lower, with the exception of the Nikkei up 90 points. Otherwise, the Kospi's down 9, the Hang Seng is down 118, the Shanghai is off 26. Good morning, glad you're with us this early morning. Welcome in. WTOP time is, uh, news time is 311. Those headaches and stomach aches your child gets may be migraine. 10% of children and 28% of adolescents have migraine disease. Migraine at School can help. Learn more at migraineatschool.org. As a parent, I know how migraine impacts my daughter's ability to learn. Every child deserves the chance to flourish in school. Visit migraineatschool.org. Sponsored by the Coalition for Headache and Migraine Patients. New fashion, new styles. Get your home ready and celebrate the new year at Marlowe Furniture's New Year Sale. Save 60% off on all Marlowe living rooms, dining rooms, and bedrooms. Plus, free delivery in 12 months, no interest financing. Incredible buys like beautiful sofas, $5.99. Queen beds, $4.99. Stylish five-piece dining sets, your choice, $8.99. Give your home a whole new look for less. Save 60% off at Marlowe Furniture's New Year Sale. On now, with the area's largest showrooms under one roof since 1955. This is WTOP News. Checking out stuff for you to watch this weekend. New at the movies, a haunted pool in a suburban neighborhood is featured in the new scary film titled Night Swim. When we were fixing up the pool, they said it hadn't been used in 15 years. Maybe they weren't pool people. Kristen Toto this morning, host of the Hollywood and Toto podcast, joins our Dimitri Sotis with his review on this flick. If Jaws made us afraid to go to the beach, this one is trying to make us afraid of going into the deep end of the pool. And it isn't super successful, certainly not on the Jaws level. It's about a family. They buy a new house. The, the house has a pool. It's in disrepair. They fix it right back up. But there's something odd about the pool. Uh, the lights flicker on and off, and sometimes when you're in the pool, you see images, then of course you pop your head out of the water, and they're gone. You know, the film actually does a better job of establishing the family. The father in the film, played by Wyatt Russell, is a baseball player, but he has MS, so he has to retire. He's struggling. The family's trying to deal with his illness. And it really, that interpersonal dynamics end up being much more interesting than the shocks and the horror. So this isn't a bad film, per se. It's also PG-13, so if you want to introduce a younger person to the horror genre, maybe this isn't a bad choice. But, you know, the few scenes of tension surrounding the pool and the mystery around it aren't bad. We just need more of them. I will say there are some moments when I was in the screening theater where some of my fellow audience members started to chuckle. I wasn't laughing. They did. So I suspect that my gentle review of this may not be mirrored by many people, but 
You have to call him like I see him. I appreciate that, Christian. Now, we saw the whole Barbenheimer phenomenon. People were getting dressed up and going to Barbie and going to Oppenheimer, these two incredibly successful films last year. I guess now you could say we're on the other side of the equation. The Golden Globes are coming up this weekend, and we might see what award power these two films have and, and many others. Yeah, you know, I think this weekend it will be considerable, in part because the Golden Globes once again separate the best picture into a dramatic category and a comedy or musical category. So I think that really clears the field on the latter front for Barbie, whereas Oppenheimer, I think, has a good chance in any award situation of winning Best Picture. So I suspect they will come forward with, with uh, triumphantly. But I also want to notice that this is going to be Joe Coy's first time as an award host. Now, if you don't know him, he's a very funny fellow, very charming, very upbeat, and certainly not a divisive figure. He tends to be more pos- positive and uplifting in his comedy. And I think that's a good choice for the Golden Globes, which has notoriously had a hard time attracting hosts just because of the scandals in the recent past and a lot of comedians just don't want any part of of these hosting gigs at all so i think it's a good choice and out of left field choice for sure because he's not a huge name but i think he's going to do just fine this weekend checking stuff for you to watch this weekend that's christian toto host of the hollywood and toto podcast on skype with our dimitri sofa Good look at the top stories we're following for you this early morning on WTOP. 19 more documents related to sex offender Jeffrey Epstein have been released this week. A 17-year-old opens fire at a small town of Iowa high school. On Thursday, this happened. The first day of classes actually after the winter break. A sixth grader is dead this morning. Five others wounded. And there will not be snow, at least not everywhere, this weekend on Saturday locally. But it's likely areas north and west of the Beltway will see some flakes. We'll keep you updated with these developing stories more in just minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. Lead, Law Enforcement Against Drugs and Violence is the most rapidly growing drug and violence prevention charity in the United States. By using an evidence-based, tested, and proven effective curricula taught by law enforcement and educators, LEAD's school-based anti-drug and anti-violence program empowers children to make the right decisions about drugs, violence, alcohol, and bullying. Learn more about LEAD at leadrugs.org or follow us at We Are LEAD. Sponsored by LEAD Incorporated. Where do all those expensive Amazon, Target, and Walmart returns go? Probably to a bin store to be sold at prices you're not going to believe. I'm Kim Commando with how to get some great deals at your local bin store. People everywhere are heading to strip malls across America, waiting in gigantic lines to get into their local bin store. There, they're on the hunt for low-priced treasures, iPhones, tablets, computers at a fraction of the cost. Of course, these are all returns, liquidation, or overstock. Wanting on the fun? I bet there's a bin store in your area ready to be picked. To find one, head to good old Google. Search phrases like bin stores near me or Amazon return stores. Remember, it's an adventure. You'll find everything from brand new items with tiny flaws to overstock treasures. But be smart. Some items may be damaged. And there's probably some counterfeit junk in the mix. If it's something electronic, ask if you can plug it in to try it out. Usually, there are no returns allowed. Make 2024 your tech smart year and get my free newsletter. You can sign up right now at getkim.com. WTLB News Time, now 318, coming right up after traffic and weather. There's a new petition to stop plans to build an arena in Alexandria. I'm Kate Ryan. Good morning, January 5th. Traffic and weather on the 8th. And when it breaks, good morning to Ken Berger with us this early hour in the WTOP Traffic Center. 
Thank you, Dean. Good morning. Good morning, everyone in Virginia. Got a couple of work zones continuing up and down the 95 corridor, including southbound between the Princeway and Parkway and Dale Boulevard. Right lane is blocked. And then northbound 95 north of the Princeway and Parkway all the way to the Occoquan and Woodbridge. Surveying operations with the right lane on the right shoulder closed, but traffic getting by without too much difficulty with a light volume between Springfield and Fredericksburg. Northbound 395 or three, both directions of 395, a couple of work zones uncleared. One that is still active is on the northbound or both directions between Springfield and Virginia 7 King Street, where you're going to find the left lane both directions of mobile closure because of ongoing maintenance activities. The work zone, I-295 southbound at the district line in Oxen Cove has cleared. Not seeing any delays now on I-295 in either direction between the flyover ramp and the beltway south of town. DC-295 in Washington running just fine between the 11th Street Bridge and the city-county line. The southeast south uh, southeast Southwest Freeway running in the clear. All lanes are open between 14th Street and the 11th Street Bridge. And uh, watch out, though, for the work zone that's going to be on inbound New York Avenue over by Florida Avenue. The right lane is blocked. The run on 90, or the run on 95 and 295 between the two beltways in Maryland is clear. No worries either side of Route 50 between the Capitol Beltway and the Bay Bridge. However, at the Capitol, uh, at the uh, Bay Bridge, that is, you'll find the wind warnings remain in effect. Sustained wind speeds of 30 to 39 miles an hour. I'm Ken Berger, WTOP Traffic. A good-looking day to look forward to with a mix of sun and clouds this afternoon. Temperatures upper 30s to lower 40s. Winds from the northwest at 5 to 10. Tomorrow we have bigger changes on the way. A winter storm watch along and west of the I-81 corridor. Those areas under the watch most likely to see accumulating snow. Not so much the case for the metro area. We'll start off as light snow, transitioning quickly to a wintry mix and then all rain. Highs will be in the 30s, dry for Sunday. I'm 7 News Meteorologist Steve Rudin in the First Alert Weather Center. Around the region this early morning, we are looking at 27 degrees to Pond Circle, 26 Germantown, 29 Annandale. We are at 32 degrees in our nation's capital. Brought to you this time around on WTOP, early Friday morning here on WTOP by Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. Trusted same-day service seven days a week. Check them out. Lynn the Plumber Heating and Air. WTOP at 320. Good morning. Substance use disorder and addiction is so isolating. And so as a black woman in recovery, hope must be loud. It grows louder when you ask for help and you're vulnerable. It is the thread that lets you know that no matter what happens, you will be okay. When we learn the power of hope, recovery is possible. Find out how at startwithhope.com. Brought to you by the National Council for Mental Wellbeing, Shatterproof, and the Ad Council. Got any travel plans this winter? I'm going to Aruba. Can't wait to hit the beach. I'm going to Aspen, Colorado. I'm going to Alexandria. In the freezing rain. If you're traveling around the Washington region, stay up to date and stay safe with WTOP's traffic and weather updates every 10 minutes on the 8th. With that storm front coming in, you might want to avoid the highways tonight. We're here for you all winter around the clock. WTOP News. Facts matter. Good Friday morning, January 5th. Glad you're with us. 322 on WTOP. Welcome in this early morning. This is WTOP News. Two subway trains collided in New York City Thursday afternoon, leaving two dozen people with non-life-threatening injuries. CBS News correspondent 
Doug Williams is on the scene. It was a terrifying trip for New York City subway riders this afternoon on Manhattan's Upper West Side. A one-line subway train packed with at least 300 passengers hit a disabled train at a slow rate of speed between the 96th and 103rd Street stations. The disabled car was empty other than its operators as it had been vandalized and needed to be serviced. Do you have a little time to donate blood this week? Your neighbors are in need right now, we're told, especially if you have O-negative blood. Shortages locally in Northern Virginia and elsewhere have reached all-time highs, and all blood types are actually needed. If you are eligible to donate, please make an appointment or walk in is the request to an Inova Blood Donor Center to give blood. Inova Blood Donor Services supports all five Inova hospitals, actually, as well as 13 other hospitals in the region. There's a blood drive on Saturday this weekend at Inova Center for personalized health in Fairfax is where it's located. On Wednesday, they're holding one in Alexandria's Carlisle neighborhood as well. As a week from today, they'll hold one in Vienna. Reaction is still trickling in to the proposed $2 billion arena in Alexandria that would bring the caps and whiz to Northern Virginia. WTOP's Kate Ryan tells us this morning one local group is now fighting to stop that move from happening. Opponents to a sports and entertainment complex here in Potomac Yard say all that glitters does not go <laughs> for nobody in this region. That's Ron Moten with Don't Mute DC. He joined the organizers of a rally in Alexandria who say the plan to build an arena and move the Wizards and Capitals to Potomac Yard should be stopped. Shannon Curtis with the coalition to stop the arena at Potomac Yard says the aim of the group and the petition is putting that voice in the community, garnering support and making sure our public officials know that our voice is important. Curtis says the projections for the $2 billion sports and entertainment complex are overly optimistic, while Alexandria Mayor Justin Wilson recently told WTOP that the financial model poses a minimal risk for taxpayers. At Potomac Yard, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. What is dedication? The thing that drives me every day as a dad is Dariana. We call him Day Day for short. Every day he's hungry for something, whether it's attention, affection, knowledge. And there's this huge responsibility in making sure that when he's no longer under my wing, that he's a good person. I want him to be able to sit back one day and go, we worked together, we did a good job. That's dedication. Find out more at fatherhood.gov. Brought to you by the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services and the Ad Council. You're with WTOP, Van Dean Lane. Sports at 25 and 55. Good Friday morning, January 5th, 325, and Rob's turn once again. The NHL unveiled its initial All-Star rosters, and Tom Wilson will make his second All-Star appearance, but this time in his native Toronto, telling Monumental Network. It'll be pretty special. I had a blast in Vegas. It was really an amazing weekend. You kind of get to see the, the NHL on the biggest stage, and it's there's a lot of excitement. Uh, it's a good time, and obviously being in Toronto, in my hometown, I'm looking forward to kind of being in that building, looking around, and it'll be pretty full circle having growing up as a kid there and being able to have family and friends support you it's it's going to be awesome fans will vote for the final 12 slots in the february 3rd all-star game the commanders prepare for an old rivalry game with much different stakes the cowboys need to win to get the two 